I'm Meg. And I'm Tev. And this is Coffee with Meg, Meg and Tev. Dang. Nailed it. Just it's like, like we haven't times. missed like we haven't missed about two months of recording. It's been a while, dude. It has been. A lot of stuff has been going on. Yeah. A lot. A whole lot. And most of you guys know by this point that Jack and I adopted. Little yes. E-Man. Little E-Man, the cutest baby in the world with the most hair He is ever. an angel. He is the salt of the earth, and I don't think he'll ever do wrong in life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> Mama's boy. He's already, already a ladies' man, so he's already oh, in trouble. Oh, he's such a little flirt. Um, he's so cute, you guys. But yeah, a lot, a lot of stuff has changed. We missed um, getting together. I mean, we saw, we saw each other a lot over the last few months, but it's been chaos for both of us literally we'd be like we got to record we got to record and then we'd be like uh <laughs> we don't have time yes a lot of life change um yeah why don't you tell them what's been going on with you tev yeah so you have a baby a new baby mm-hmm. i live in a new city i moved to nashville about a month ago he's going to pursue um, country music yeah <laughs> yeah my singing career is taking off guys be ready for it um add me on soundcloud Oh my no, um, but yeah, I moved to Nashville. A lot of awesome things going on there. I'm super excited um, for work out there, life out there. It's been amazing, but a huge transition and a, a next season and chapter of life. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy when God calls you to do like big things like that. To te- like just take that step and go and literally like uproot your life. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you know firsthand, you just adopted a little baby. Yeah, God wild. has put that on you guys' heart. I remember when I met you and Jack um, about two and a half years ago. Yeah. It was something that was big on your heart then, and you guys had just had Adeline. Yeah. Um, about six months before. She's turning three oh, today. Oh, she's three today, you guys. That's, it's so sad. I hate it. I hate how like fast time goes by with when you're like a mom you're like wait I didn't sign up for this like I did not sign up for them growing up this fast I blinked and here they are they're like grown but yeah it's it's been crazy but awesome yeah that's awesome and so catch you guys up there's a lot of things going on in our lives um but this whole um podcast this episode's about trusting the process and the process that God has you in the season of life that God has you in whether that's transition or whether that's something new going on or maybe it's even um, just trusting him in the midst of whatever you're going through and so we're super excited to to lean into this um, topic and I want Meg I want you to kick it off and just kind of share share your process of what it was like trusting God in the midst of being called to adopt, um, add somebody new to the family and that kind of the next steps and just you and Jack trusting in the midst of everything going on. Yeah. So adoption is, uh, um, something that's been on my heart since I was a little girl and there's going to be a day where Jack and I sit down and tell you guys the story in its entirety and all that God did. Um, because our adoption went wicked fast. So, All in all, it was about a 67-day process. However, everything leading up to that um, was not. God had been preparing us for a really, really, really long time. And so, like I was saying, when I was little, I always knew I wanted to adopt. It wasn't something that I just, like, woke up one day and was like, oh, I think we're going to adopt. 
it was a calling that was put on my heart as like a little girl. And so when Jack and I got married, you know, we had babies. And so it was definitely something that as a man, he was much more just wanted to make sure that we had the capacity, that we were in a place where financially we could do it, where we could handle the responsibility of having another little one. And so it was years of me praying as a wife and praying for the Lord to um, prepare Jack's heart and to soften it and to really let Jack take the lead on the timing. I kind of always knew it was going to be that way, that Jack would be the one that when his heart was ready, like we would pursue it wholeheartedly. Mm. And when we said yes to adoption, um, it was crazy because Eman's mama was already very pregnant, like third trimester of her pregnancy. And so we started the process. Um, and like I said, 67 days later, we had Eman in our arms. And I want to really fast forward to, uh, um, well, maybe not just yet. I think the Lord really prepared Jack and I for the process for the first five years of our marriage. Um, marriage is hard and we walked through a lot of heavy seasons and the Lord did a whole lot of refining, um, in those seasons. And there's plenty of times where I questioned like, Lord, why would you ever put this call in my heart? If, um, if you know, it's something that's not going to happen or why would you make me so passionate about it? If Jack's just not there yet. And, and through those years, I felt like the Lord was just saying, you know, lean in and trust me. My timing is perfect. You can't see what I can, what I can. So just, I need you to trust me. And so, um, I want to fast forward to, uh, it was really the last several hours. Um, I don't want to, again, it's kind of hard to explain the story without going into some detail, but we adopted from Texas. Um, and so Texas state law says, and personally, I really feel like most states should be this way because it protects the birth mom more than anything, um, is they aren't allowed to sign their rights away until 48 hours after delivery. And that is so that they can have a clear sound mind. They can lay eyes on, on the little one. They can really just see what a glimpse and kind of to the future of what their decision looks like. So, um, in those 48 hours, his mama did gift us with that time. We got to spend the whole time with Eman. And so um, I thought for certain, like, those 48 hours are going to be, like, absolutely grueling, that they'd be the hardest that we ever walked through. But I think the Lord had prepared us so well up until that point. And uh, we had to realize, and this isn't just an adoption. This is in life. We think we have control over our lives, and we think that we – we are in control of the situation when the bottom line is we're not actually in control of what is happening around us. We're always in control of how we respond to it, mm, um, but good. we're never actually in control when we think we are, especially if you have kind of a personality like mine that's like a real go-getter and I'm just going to be super driven and and do all the things. I think I lost all control um, and realized how small I am and in the grand scheme of things um, when we said yes to adoption. And so it was really the last, I would say, the evening we left the hospital, knowing that the next morning that we would go and um, and she would sign was probably the heaviest, hands down, mainly because I, I didn't know how to pray for those last 
really the whole time. Um, I didn't know which direction to pray because selfishly you always, you want to say, hey, Lord, like, please don't let us go through heartbreak. But then the Holy Spirit is so quick to remind you that she is going through the heartbreak that we will never understand. Adoption yeah. always comes from pain and it always comes from heartbreak. And I think that's very relevant to everyone's life. A lot of times, big decisions and uh, really earth shattering moments in our life that are pivotal points sometimes tend to come from like big heartbreaks yeah. and different things and different disappointments. And so I really just asked the Lord to teach me how to pray. I wanted to know how to pray. And so, um, I think it's really important for us to specifically ask the Lord for those types of things. I think it's some people hear that and it's like, why would you ask God how to pray? That sounds <laughs> super weird. But, um, I think when he knows our heart and our heart behind it is pure, like he gives us that clarity that we're searching for. And so the whole time, um, I really felt like the Lord just, just tell me like, just keep praying for what's best, pray for what's best, whatever that looks like. Um, it could come from heartbreak for you. It could come, it's for heartbreak for her, but I just need you to pray for what's best. And, uh, the Lord absolutely gave me that clear answer as we were leaving the hospital and his mom looked at me and looked at her sister and said, this is what's best. Um, this is what's best for Emmanuel. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him and it's about what is best for him. And she is undoubtedly the most courageous woman that I know. And it's so hard for me not to get emotional. Um, just reflecting on that on that time with her that we got to spend with her and I'm grateful for technology that we're able to speak every day um but I think it's it's in those moments I knew literally how to go into the next 12 hours when Satan would not only attack you know Jack and I and and insert any doubt but attack her that was my main concern was her and um protecting her from being attacked but um I think when we ask God for clarity in the seasons of waiting and trusting in the process, and sometimes it feels like he's silent, and it's literally that still small voice that if we are not distracted and we're tuned in to what he's going to tell us, he will speak. We just have to be aware enough to listen. And so we moved into the final hours. I knew how to pray. Um for for her and uh, obviously we went to the hospital and she um, decided to entrust us and gift us with the greatest blessing ever but it wasn't without pain it wasn't without heartbreak I think a lot of times yeah. we think in the waiting seasons that maybe when we get to the end of it it's going to turn out how we think it's going to turn out or we're going to finally feel how we feel like we're going to we dreamed a feeling and it, it, it doesn't always look that way but I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. That's awesome. And, and I love I love just hearing you get to share about your process and um, that, that the seasons that you went through with that. Even though it was very sped up, there was definitely those seasons that came in the midst of that process. And I think it's important for everybody to understand that no matter what season you're going through or what you're walking through right now, maybe it's not this adoption process, maybe it's something completely different, or maybe it's something that seems um, much bigger or much smaller, but it doesn't matter the size of the, the process, you're, process that you're going through, but the way that you handle it. And I think you said something amazing talking about 
prayer in the midst of that process that maybe you don't know what to do. Maybe you're confused. Maybe you're lost. Maybe you're hurting. Maybe you're happy and it's exciting. Um, but prayer is so important, just learning how to talk to God. And if you don't know, asking him. Um, and then you said something that I really want to touch on is, is that that waiting season. And I think in the midst of so many processes come that waiting season. Um, in the midst of exciting processes, like maybe you're waiting for a job promotion, and and but there's just there's still that waiting season, or maybe it's something like um, I remember when my dad was sick when I was younger, we would wait in the hospital room in the waiting room mm-hmm. for him to get out of surgery to see if he would be okay, like if they were able to save him um, through these surgeries. And even though it was just a few hours, it felt like a lifetime in that waiting yeah. season. And, and so many times I think we're, we're kind of in that waiting room scenario um, in the process that we're going through where everything's out of our control, where there's really nothing that we can do in the midst of that except for trust that God has a plan in the midst of it. And even if it doesn't turn out how we would like it to, knowing that God's in control of that. And that waiting is so important. And I think it builds character. Absolutely. I think it builds um, trust. Absolutely. I don't think that I would trust God as much as I do now if I hadn't gone through those seasons where I was waiting. Everything was out of my control and it was all in his hands. Um, and it, it makes me think of it that story in the Bible where Jesus comes to his disciples after he raises from the dead comes out of the grave and he meets them for breakfast that next day and i imagine that when jesus was murdered on that cross these disciples had given their like the last three years of their lives to serving him and to following exactly what he said and then when he went to the cross it was like whoa like now what do we do? Like, is he really who he says he is? What do we do now? And they entered this waiting season where it wasn't really up to them. It was up to, is Jesus really who he said he was? Yeah. And I imagine that that had to be the darkest three days of their life of just battling with doubt, with fear, with depression, sadness, and this waiting season. And what I love about this story is Jesus comes to them and makes breakfast for them on the shore while they're out fishing and he calls them in and he makes breakfast for them. But something that that I miss the first probably hundred times that I read that story is that if Jesus got to them in the morning to make breakfast, that means that he had to be moving at night mm. in the darkness. That even when you can't see Jesus, even when you can't see God moving in your life, you don't know where he is. He is still moving and he is still fighting that battle for you. He was on his way to his disciples. They couldn't see it. They had no idea, but he was traveling in the dark. And maybe you're going through this dark time in your life. Um, and I don't, I don't know what it looks like for you. I know that I've had seasons for myself, but I want you to know that he's still moving on your behalf and in that waiting process, he, that you just have to trust in him. Um, and I know it's tough to let go of that control. Like it is one of the toughest things in the world to let go of things that we can't control. Um, but it's worth it. And just in that process, trusting the process, um, that Jesus has, for your life that trusting that he has never let anybody down before. And I promise you, he's not going to start with you. 
Absolutely. And so whatever that season of waiting looks like, whether um, it's good or bad, how big or how small you think it might be, just remember to trust in him and that he has a plan for you. And I think it's also important to to have people that can come alongside you in that waiting room, Absolutely. Um, in that process. I know um, you had so much family behind you, Megan, and um, people that were just like, all right, we're here. Like whenever anything happens, we got you. Yeah. Or um, for me, like when I was waiting in those hospital rooms, we had pastors or um, my family members that would just come in and just pray and just be there for me in the waiting. And so maybe it's finding people that can be there for you in the midst of the waiting or leaning into somebody else's life that's going through a waiting process and say, hey, we're here to celebrate with you. If it goes well, we're here to cry with you. If it goes poorly, we're just here by your side and we're going to join in this process with you. Um, And I think that's a huge step in trusting the process is the people that you're around. Yeah, and I, you know, in the waiting season, I think obviously there's key points that we've touched on. I think prayer is vitally important. Um, communicating with the Lord, writing it down. Gosh, I can't stress like the value of journaling your prayers because uh, it's in those seasons of the waiting that you get to look back and see where God had been faithful in your life prior. Um, we also touched on the importance of community. I think that's vitally important. There's no way that any of us could do life alone. We weren't intended to do life alone. Um, And I think like really lastly is just the posture of your heart, I think is really important Um, in the waiting and just knowing that God is exactly who he says he is and that he's faithful. And uh, I I think, you know, obviously looking back on the adoption, Jack and I wrestled um, a lot and it was with things that we never ever anticipated to wrestle with because we didn't see the flip side of adoption until we were really in it and I think we wrestled so much knowing that there was somebody on the other side breaking and that was so hard um, and so uh, I think Satan a lot of times will try to distract us and yeah. I think Satan <laughs> knows my weak spots and it's for um it's good. It's sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. But I wrestled with wondering, like, if if we're taking something that didn't belong to us, or um, messing up. If we should just come alongside of her in life and try to just help her and you know fix a problem. When ultimately the Lord was saying, no, no, no. Like, I need you to trust me. I need you to know that she's my daughter too, and I need you to know that your job with her is not finished yet, and your job is to come alongside of her. Um, and the decision she's making is because she trusts me and she trusts you guys. And so I think the posture of your heart is so important in your waiting season. And just knowing this could be like probably the most important piece ever is that we never know how like the end of the waiting season is going to turn out. Yeah. There's always like very clear answers to prayer. He either says yes, no, or not now. Like that's always it's it's and it 90% of the time it doesn't turn out how we think. But it's because he is so far outside of time and space and he can see things that we can't. And so I think the best piece of advice I have is that God is is the healer of your heart. Yeah. He will heal like the wounds of your soul and he's done it in uh, 
the biblical times. He's done it now. He's done it for Tev. He's done it for me. He's done it for Jack. He's done it for so many people. And so know and be like still and and find peace in the fact that no matter the outcome of your waiting season, no matter if it's filled with triumph or defeat or joy or whatever it is like God is the healer of your heart and so it's okay to pray boldly it's okay to take risks it's okay to to really step out and do the things that God's called you to do because no matter how it ends you can always rest in the fact that God is going to take care of you yeah definitely that I like to call it the even if like even if it doesn't turn out how you planned or even if there is pain like he is still good. Yeah. Even absolutely. if like, um, and I, we just want you guys to know that. And we want to know that we want to pray over you guys. that says, hey, if you're in the midst of a trial, in the midst of a waiting season, in the midst of whatever process that you're going through, that God is right there with you in the midst of it. And even if, it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to. He has a plan and a purpose specifically for your life. And we want you um, to trust that even if it's hard to trust, sometimes it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, uh, you guys, we're excited to be back. Yes. We're excited to be hanging with you guys. Um, we love and you guys. are still trying to figure out the flow of when and how many times we're going to release these. I know we were doing it every Monday, but it might um, kind of be like an every other Monday thing. I think every other Monday will probably Since be a, a new thing. Tevin lives in Tennessee now. So, yeah, um, uh, we're excited, you guys. We love y'all. We're praying for you guys. As always, we're here for you. If you need anything, just shoot out shoot out a message to us, and um, we'd love to chat. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.